0: Posers don't listen. I saw Sarah try. She tried. She tried to be part of the... Uh, I'll the do like a little
1: bit, but not noticeable
0: sing, enough. <laughs> sing, sing along part. She tried. But uh, hey, everybody. It's me, Matthew. We're uh, back on another episode of Only Posers. I didn't do my cool intro, but I'll, I'll try something later. I'm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> All right. Okay,
1: there's like houses. You're near a highway. Every house
0: <laughs> is built on a cliff. They want to drive off a cliff. That's my opinion of everyone that lives in northern... Uh, West Jersey. It central Jersey. Still? It's it's is it still yeah, central? It's like
1: the top of Central Jersey. Do you guys
0: do that too? Where you want to be part of Central? Like nobody wants to be North Jersey and no one wants to we be are South Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, it sounds like the same thing. It's
1: West Central West Jersey. It's
0: central West Jersey. <laughs> it's central West Jersey. We're getting more specific about it. I don't want to be known with those those Easterners. <laughs> <Not really. No. laughs> yes. Asbury. Yeah, we're not in Asbury. We're, we're in, in Asbury, Asbury <laughs> but we're not in Asbury Park.
1: We're in. The original Asbury, that's what we call it. Is it the original? I don't well, know I'm, which one Because I'm pretty sure first. mine
0: came first based on the fact that <laughs> we came here and killed the Indians that were on, at Asbury Park first. Okay, and but then was probably, it called
1: Asbury Park then?
0: I don't know. Okay. I really don't know. Well, I have no like idea Park. when it was established as a town. I think it wasn't established till the 1900s. So I'm going to say that yours is first. I think it is. I don't
1: know what like when it was established, but it's called Asbury and yours is Asbury Park. So this was, alphabetically, this was the first.
0: (laughs) I like how they ran out of names of towns. It probably just was not that many town names to go around when it comes to that stuff. All right. Yeah, we're going to get on our actual subject today. (laughs) It's another history episode, guys. Uh, We're going to be covering the Union Hotel in Flemington, New Jersey. Uh, It's actually uh, located right on Main Street, uh, uh, 76 Main Street flemington new jersey to be exact it's um it's in hunter
1: county
0: yes thank you because i don't i can't say that it's Hunterton. Ha- yeah, yeah we <laughs> i keep telling people worst idea i ever had to start a podcast because i got to talk properly and say the right like appropriate noun names and stuff and your father was just giving me a hard time about that and he's absolutely right <laughs> uh he's 100 percent right we're trying to teach people things maybe i should say the names of things right um but, yeah, uh, what is it? Yeah, we're going to focus on this hotel in, in Flemington, and we're going to kind of do, like, a little bit of the history of the the town, too. Uh, what is it, going back to even, like, the 1700s and stuff? But really, I guess the most remarkable thing that we're not going to discuss in this episode, it'll be part of episode two, is the most noticeable thing about this um, hotel is that it was right across the street from a courthouse where they had the... Um, what was the name of the trial? Because I can't remember. The Lindbergh Trial. The Lindbergh Trial. Yeah. Where Where, uh, yeah, we'll get into that a little more in the next episode. But, yeah, it's really, really big. I want to focus more on the building itself in this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. The building dates back to uh, the 18th. Well, you were saying this just but, earlier. That, that the original building, or the northern side of it, mm-hmm. was built in 1814.
1: So, I think that it's first constructed in 1814 by Neil Hart, and it served as a gathering place for well-to-do stagecoat passengers and socialists throughout the 19th century, as well as many local characters and tourists visit the area. The extension of the prison building dates to 1878, which is when they, like, I guess they built it up more?
0: Yeah, it sounded like from what everything I looked at, they had the original building. And then they added to it like an extension, mm-hmm. and then they changed the ex- the the outside a little bit too from what it sounds like. Um, it, it, it's it, we went we just went and saw the building actually, and we actually went and saw some of the buildings from the previous episode we just mm-hmm. did too, and maybe some future stuff we want to do. And it's way bigger than I expected, really big, and but it's really beautiful. Uh, right across the street from the courthouse that's also really beautiful and really Mm -hmm. big and very much looks like if, like, you watched one of those, like, um, perfect, like, Leave it to Beaver type shows and you saw, like, the hometown and the courthouse, it looks like a perfect courthouse from that. Like, it (laughs) looks like something drawn in The Simpsons, like Springfield, (laughs) like, um, courthouse. Uh, But, yeah, it's a really big building. And, yeah, it's right across the street. Um,
1: So the... So when it was rebuilt, when they added to it, the hotel was built in two phases when they rebuilt it. The southern half, which is the right side of the building, was built in 1877, and the northern half, which is the left side of the building, was built in 1878. And when it was first opened in 1877, the Union Hotel was considered one of the finest full-service hotels in the entire state. The new hotel was built for 13,200, by contractors Titus and Conrad, following plans drawn up by architects C, Graham, and Son. It had heated rooms and limited indoor plumbing, a restaurant, and two dozen guest rooms. It was furnished with the most up-to-date amenities, including pressed tin ceilings, tile floors on the main floor, and gas lighting throughout. The exterior exterior was designed in the very fashionable Second Empire style of the time, Exemplified by its high mansard roof, which rises high above <coughs> uh, bracketed cornices, amazingly, with very few alterations, almost all of the original fabrications of the building remain intact to today, for the most part. I don't know. That's reading from Friends of History
0: yeah go check out that website it's it's pretty cool like they basically set up a website to try to preserve the building or get it restored Yeah, and I mean we went and just looked at it the front of it just basically looks like a boarded up building you know it's kind of fenced off you can't get too close to it um But if you look at the back of the building, I took some pictures. I'm going to probably post them online. It really looks like it's not structurally sound. Like you shouldn't be in it for safety reasons. And it looked like there was a construction crew there working on maybe trying to clean it up or do something to it. The whole back of the building was wooden. Almost looked like a wooden barn, like you would see in some of the farms around the area. Mm -hmm. And I've seen in like if you're from my area in Jackson and Howell area, there's a lot of farm houses and old barns you can see in that area that are kind of just... They don't look like that structurally sound, but they're still there. You know, you can still see the original paint and stuff on them, and Mm -hmm. that one even... I think most of the original paint was even off of it.
1: I think so, too. And I don't know when this website was published. It doesn't have a date, but based by the picture that they have at the top, it looks like... This was probably like 10 years
0: ago. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, stuff that looks like they're they're starting construction mm-hmm. on it. And look, they have that black wrapping around the top of it where it says Union Hotel. Yeah. And that's usually a good sign that they're going to take part of it down. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot I've seen that done to buildings even around my area when they were like constructing, on, taking one part down to restore another part. They're almost constantly doing that to conventional hall. Yeah. Um
1: so they're doing something with it basically.
0: Yeah, they're def Yeah, from what we saw today, it looks like they're definitely doing some stuff to it. Um the the property at one point was purchased and revented uh um renovated, restored uh like we were discussing with the uh, Union Hotel Restaurant, and they changed that name to Union Hotel Restaurant. Before that was just Union Hotel. Mm-hmm. And they stopped using the second floor and third floor before it closed. And that's where a lot of the rumors come from about the haunted stuff. That we, uh, you know, besides Wikipedia, where I got a bunch of my information, and also the, the 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 Flemington website, their hometown website that had a lot of the history that we're going to pull from, they basically, Wikipedia said that there was a few claims of seeing some haunted stuff or lights turning off or feeling a presence, but I really didn't see anything on any Paranorm websites. I didn't see anything on Weird New Jersey. Mm-hmm. The normal sources where I see weird stuff for yeah. New Jersey didn't really have anything about it other than people being like, it's an old building. Mm-hmm. It could be haunted.
1: Yeah, basically it makes sense. This would happen.
0: yeah there's
1: probably some reason they stopped using the second third floor and rumors probably spread like oh it's haunted that's why we're not using
0: it anymore it sounded more so that they stopped doing it more for the fact that they were just like oh we're building a restaurant that's the first floor Mm -hmm. the second floor and third floor are part of the building but we're not using them you know I, i i know in my town like i know some people that work in touch you'd be surprised how many parts of buildings that are just abandoned there's parts of convention hall i know that they just totally don't use that are like old dressing rooms, old, uh, you know, b- big parts that are actually getting ready to open and start using now and renovate. But, you know, I guess that's what happens. They were originally built for other purposes and now they don't use those for their complete purposes. All right. I guess we're going to get into the the nitty gritty here and get into the actual history. We're going to start with kind of the history of Flemington itself and the county.
1: So, the land that contained Flemington was originally the territory of the Lene Lenape Indian, as well as all of Heron County.
0: Hope we said that right. but that's super interesting that they the indian like we found out the actual name of the indians that in the area and Mm -hmm. stuff i mean i've heard my whole life oh yeah like our ancestors came here and killed a bunch of people that originally lived here but i like it's cool that there's at least enough known that we knew the indians names and stuff i'd like to actually know more about the indians of the area we'll try to look into that stuff later episodes
1: in 1712, as part of land, a land parcel of 9,170 acres. That's the so much. Bloomington acreage was acquired by William Penn and Daniel Cox. The, uh,
0: now, acquired is an odd term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it just—it seems like. I, I get, I'm assuming, I don't really know too much about this. I want to know more about how we actually took the land from these people. Because I've heard rumors, like, I th- I'm sure everybody's heard the story about New York being, like, all, the whole city of New York being bought for, like, $11. Uh-huh. You ever, I heard that in grammar school when I was a kid. Island of Manhattan. Is it the Island of Manhattan? Okay, yeah. I never, like, they actually have the list, I remember, in grammar school, like, in the history books of the things they traded that it ended up being for the equivalent of like under $12, you know, and and apparently a lot of that was misunderstanding of culture where, you know, they didn't look at it as you could buy or own land and they just kind of looked at it as like these idiots are giving us stuff for things you can't buy and I, that's such an odd misunderstanding of culture and then obviously that started a huge argument, you know. I don't know how it was, how much of it is actually just that and how much of it is actually just... Us manipulating the situation or just taking advantage of the situation. Probably more on the bad side. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and acquired, like, basically, when I look into this, it looks like we just owned, we were in an area. We were like, oh, all this area is ours. We're required. 9,000 acres. Yeah,
1: that's that's a
0: lot. Yeah, but that's interesting how, like, that's, I keep, we said this with the looking into Asbury Park. Like, some dude, own the town mm-hmm. like you had to deal with this asshole who owned <laughs> the town and sold things off to people and was like some fat cat in
1: 1756 samuel fleming purchased part of this land and built his home which still stands on banel street and flemington town was born which town was the original name for the town.
0: And yeah, there we go. There's the person that they named. Like, yeah. you can know somebody. Because they have a park over in, um, in, o- in Oakhurst named mm-hmm. Joe Palea Park. And I know people that went to school with his son. Really? Or his, like, kids or, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's, like, weird. Like, you'd be like, oh, I know the person that this park is named after. That's, like, the closest I've ever been to that. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to think that, like, you know, you're, I think your dad mentioned that he went to school with... Uh, People that might have had that last name.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Flemings. yeah, the Flemings. And it's like weird, like you're directly connected. Like there are people that are related to the family that the mm-hmm. Jersey Devil is, the Lee Devil. Like mm-hmm. they still have family members in uh, New Jersey. Like it's just weird to think that you still have the ancestors living here.
1: That is, yes. yeah. Like with Benel Tavern. Like yeah. The guy, my boss knows Mr. Benel. The guy that, like,
0: owns it. We were discussing this earlier today. You were like, yeah, we don't, and he doesn't live in the country, Yeah, he
1: moved out of the country, like, within the past, like, the last few years. But he owns the tavern. Yeah, he still owns the tavern, though.
0: Yeah, we went and (laughs) saw that today, too. It was very interesting to see it in person uh, after discussing and reading about it so much.
1: Um, Original residents, mostly early German and English settlers, mostly engaging in farm production. In other words, it was mostly a farming town. mostly focusing on crops. Later, as time developed, poultry and dairy farms started popping up in the area, too.
0: I saw on my way here and when we were driving around a lot of old farmhouses that some of them still had on the advertisement, like Something Brothers, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, dairy cows and stuff like that. So it made me think, like, that must be all part of originally that, you know?
1: And yeah, and you saw how many farms around
0: It's all farms. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I saw all farms mostly. I saw a few McMansions and, Mm -hmm. like, a few areas that kind of look like Jackson Howell development where they're they're selling off those farm areas and making more development town. It's weird. It's, you know, like I said to you before, like, it's weird in New Jersey. Everything where I live is flat, and Mm -hmm. it's all really developed, and, you you know, there's 14 McDonald's and Wawa's and different stuff and then here it's like not even it's an hour away and yeah. we're still in New Jersey and it's all farmland and it's a lot more less developed and quieter and nice and it's
1: 20 minutes to a Wawa either way
0: Yeah, and like <laughs> but sometimes
1: that's crazy probably
0: but you're not that far from New Brunswick either
1: that is true yeah
0: and New Brunswick is totally different than where I live mm-hmm. New Brunswick is like more of a city yeah. and developed in that way and it's more bigger buildings and an area it's totally different. Mm-hmm.
1: In 18 or 1785, Flemingstown became a Flemington officially as the county was officially named also.
0: We were looking this up before. You were saying that a lot of the counties got their name not too not too long after this. I think it was
1: it was in the 1600s.
0: Oh, it was? So it was Oh, like okay. So it's uh, way before this. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we were late to the game. Yeah. Okay.
1: 1814. Neil Hart starts construction on the Union Hotel.
0: Okay, and this is where he started the actual hotel. He started and built the right side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the the other part didn't come until way later. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's interesting. That's so old. <laughs> <laughs> that's so old.
1: In 1826, a fire destroyed the old courthouse and the city of Lambertville made an attempt to have the site moved to no avail. Flemington remains the county seat and the courthouse, which stands today on Main Street, was built.
0: Yeah, that was the one we just saw today. Because, yeah, at some point, I guess there was... Every, everything burns down in this... Like, every story <laughs> we read, uh-huh. there's a crazy fire at one point. And yeah. they, like, destroyed... Like, Man, fires must have really screwed people up back in the eighteen (laughs) hundreds. Like, I understand that like fire is always a problem, but but we are definitely got that shit a lot tighter than we used to. There's like four uh, fire stations in Ocean Grove, just in Ocean Grove. There's like four or five of them because it's we're all so close together, and part of the town burns down like every year. Yeah, I've
1: noticed. Looking into the
0: history of your town, yeah, we we, Asbury and Ocean Grove, we start some fires.
1: In 1834, after Neil Hart's death, Gotel was the hotel was purchased by his son. And then in 1850, the partnership of Bartles, Bunnell, and Flemington and Fleming. It was during this ownership that the business became known by its current name.
0: Okay. So I guess that maybe it had a different name. I didn't see any different name under it other than it was a tavern and a hotel mm-hmm. before this point. Um yeah, I guess that's weird that the owner, the guy that the town is named after had partnership in owning the town after uh, owning this hotel at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's actually a road down the road from the town of Flemington you saw that's called Bartle's Corner. Okay. Which is very interesting that...
0: Yeah, it must be him. Like, that's so weird that... Because a lot of towns, I, there's like a a book you can buy that has town names that they use in every town. Like mm-hmm. Spruce Road and different things and there's a reason for that.
1: We have a spruce run here.
0: Yeah, every every town has like certain roads that every town uses because they just don't use, they use the same towns in America like those roads and mm-hmm. English have a lot of the same um, road names too. In
1: 1856, the Huron County Agricultural Society purchased 40 acres of land that would accommodate the people, exhibits and livestock for the county Flemington Fair. The point of the fair was to promote camaraderie between farmers, stock raisers, and merchants, which we still have that fair. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. See, and that's what we were talking about later. They established that fair, and that was what that became, that center point. And they used the hotel as almost the centering and the meeting point of Mm -hmm. this whole fair. And that went on for, this has been going on for now close to 200 years, a little under that now. Um, God damn, you know?
1: And actually, I just remembered that there was a speedway, uh, the Flemington speedway that was opened in 1915. So it's like a little bit after, and they would hold the fair there. Really? And that was closed in 2002 and demolished after that. Hmm. But that was like a huge thing. Like it was, um, NASCAR hosted a lot of stuff there.
0: NASCAR? Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. It was- Dude, we
0: should do the history of NASCAR. It's so crazy. <laughs> you ever, uh, what is it? I read uh, D- D- Dale, Dale mm-hmm. yes, Dale. Oh, I can't even say it. I'm so falling apart. But I read his book right after he passed away. Because, uh, I don't know, it was in all over the news. I just, it seemed interesting. And someone gave me the book. It was such a good book. And it showed me so much about, I didn't know anything about that 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 sport and it showed me that like the the actual race is like a really small aspect of the sport and it's really just being an insane like engineer it's like being the most insane engineer and trying to see what what you can push engineering and like a, a combustional engine to do you know like it's insane and all of that started with bootlegging mm-hmm. where they were bootlegging they were souping up the cars to get away from the police and then they were like yo we should actually compete Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, I just think that's so cool that like a sport was originated out of crime. <laughs> <laughs> like and it, a lot, a lot of it, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, for the next few decades, that place with the hotel was used as a historical staple in New Jersey and is best known in, in the hometown is for the charm and the historical landmarks. I mean, I wanted to get a little more, and this is, you know, we're doing these episodes, like we're going to try and make this two parts here. This is going to be a little shorter. And I think that the next part is gonna be a little bigger because we wanna take more time to actually real research this. Yeah. But the two aspects of history, like you really focus on the actual architecture and the buildings themselves and mm-hmm. the story behind the building. And I'm focused on more of the people. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do with this episode is kind of really focus on the building, the courthouse, the 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 hotel, because the significance of the building a lot of or at least what made it historically significant is a big part of what the courthouse and the what happened at this trial, I, I tried to start reading about this trial, and I just went into a wormhole.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot, and the fact is, the hotel is mostly known because during that trial, people would have lunch there.
0: Yeah, they all all the reporters would have were lunch. were eating lunch and discussing the trial mm-hmm. afterwards and stuff like that, or during when they went on um, recess, and it's just. It's insane to think that like, that's how news was told then, where you actually had to have these people go there, report it, then mm-hmm. send out the information. You got it like a week later yeah. and you got what was happening with the court case. And it was such a crazy like uh, to just go into it. Basically, this guy who is a famous pilot who was well known for he was like, I think, the first guy to, uh, to flight, fly from New York to Paris. Mm-hmm. And it took like 33 and a half hours when, you know, you really couldn't fly overseas like that. In the ni- I think it did in 1928.
1: Yeah, but we're going to get into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so I can tell you're already jumping into it. Yeah. It's so but this hotel was basically, it was the heartbeat of the town for 100 years. And people want to save it still, but we went to see it and the back of it is basically crumbling.
0: Yeah, it is crumbling. Uh, I have to say, like, we were talking about it when we were there. And you were saying how you were like, I really don't see the point in saving it. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of the time I'm for saving these buildings. And your dad jokingly said it's because it's not an insane asylum. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. But I, I have to say, I understand your argument in the fact that it's a main street. That's where you put your main businesses. That's where you make mm-hmm. most of your money uh, for, for your town. And it's taking up a huge...
1: It's a whole block. And it's like the beautiful... It's beautiful. But the fact is like, it's just... It's falling
0: apart. Yeah, the, <laughs> the back of it, and I'll post the photos with it. The back of it is really unstructurally sound. And you can <laughs> see that the back parts where I guess they had extended the building. Yeah. That stuff has to be ripped away. There's no way that they're not going to have to restore all that wood and yeah. stuff like that. The actual st- stone brick part of the building. It would be nice to see the front stay the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. I love the Union... A hotel sign on the big part of the front and like the whole aesthetic it kind of looks very theme park like yeah yeah uh it looks like some kind of makeshift like theme park where you would buy like your gifts. Sh- or your- maybe
1: what theme park would be modeled after yeah yeah exactly
0: <laughs> definitely definitely um but where like the gift shop would be or the ice yeah. cream store or something like that it does remind me a little bit of my neighborhood in the way that, like, Day's Day's mm-hmm. Ice Cream is set up, and uh, they have that big balcony, and they have all that wood overhanging part, and that's, like, the whole front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do wonder, I guess it's just not needed a hotel there. This isn't really a...
1: The thing is, it would be useful as a hotel.
0: You think so? I mean, yeah. I'm not familiar with this area, but, you, what is it, Flemington DIY is, like, right next to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. There are another group of people I want to interview uh, next. Uh,
1: And it's like, it's just, it's such a historical town. And I think that's why they want to keep it. Like all the houses are old, to put it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the whole area is really pretty. And I your mother was saying when we were driving around, like people are super involved Mm -hmm. here. And even tonight they're having a town council meeting about developing (laughs) something that, Mm -hmm. you know, people are not for or questioning get not getting because they they want to keep the town to this i understand that i i I do get that you know this is where you grow up you want to Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of things about living on the shore where you just things change and you can't do anything Mm -hmm. about it and it kind of sucks and we have a lot of history in asbury that gets overlooked because they just don't want to pay attention to it and it's funny because the town want you know the people in the town want it yeah you know but that we don't go to we don't make the effort sometimes to go to those town council meetings that yeah we really need to Uh, i'm gonna try and be one of those people i know that i know that ed's dad is one of those people
1: yeah and when i when like the big hype about it was happening i worked in a a salon actually, like across the street, kind of down the road from the hotel. And I would constantly hear the updates, the drama when people are putting signs if they supported it or they didn't, and all of it going on. And it basically comes down to no one's going to do anything about it. And it's still falling down. And that was four years ago.
0: It's money. Yeah. Everything's money. And if you, and like, As much as I want to, you know, and it's nice because the government does get involved with buildings like that, that tavern Mm -hmm. that we covered in a few episodes ago, like two episodes ago, Mm -hmm. where we talked about this building that is so historically, you know, it's the history goes beyond. It's part of literally the beginning of our country Mm -hmm. and like you want it to stay there. Just wish that there was something we could do. I wish it was still a tavern.
1: Yeah, is
0: really. I want to be able to go there and have a drink and be like, "Yo, the freaking forefather sat here." You know, yeah, like,
1: yeah. The Minutemen were started here. George Washington like walked through that
0: door. Yeah, or <laughs> or like said nice things about this man that started this building uh-huh. and stuff. That was the that 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 was the most impressive part about that story is yeah. that George Washington. Felt that that guy was so important. Yeah. And like wrote about him and stuff like that. I I was super interested to know more about him Mm -hmm. in that aspect. And even the guy that built this building, I tried to find a little bit about him. And I just didn't really see anything. Maybe I just, maybe I need to get better at research. Maybe. Uh, I just, you know, I guess that. I, I did grow up in a time where, like, I remember doing reports where I had to get encyclopedias. I have mm-hmm. encyclopedias from when I was younger where you'd pull out and it would tell you, it would suggest to you books or mm-hmm. suggest to you things. And then you'd go to the library and, you know, actually find them and stuff. So I do remember those times. But now, even when I Google search things, a lot of times pe- there mm-hmm. there aren't books on every subject. Yeah. You know, I, I wish there were more, but it, for some reason... You know, maybe somebody never got to that subject or found that particular character relevant, but mm-hmm. I, I want to know more, especially revolutionary people.
1: And, yeah. You know, people
0: that were in our... You know, and that's, I think, more of some of the future episodes we want to do. I know we were talking about doing um, Abbott Costello, mm-hmm. you know, an Abbott being from Asbury Park. Um, should have a st- statue built of him in Asbury. <laughs> it should exist. I don't know why it doesn't. There's one of <laughs> a- Costello.
1: We have a lot of things that we're going to cover. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it the it, the insane level. It's just finding the information. So I guess it, it my my next big thing is like if you know more about these subjects mm-hmm. or anything we cover or even if we're wrong, reach out to me because I want to be corrected. Because I'll correct us in a future episode where I say, oh, we were wrong about that, and you know and and add the information to it or I'll recover it. Cause I know we are going, the only history episode we ever did before you really became part of the team was the history of hard style. Mm-hmm. And I want to redo that when we do the history of moshing. Mm-hmm. That is a bigger part that'll come up later. That, uh, the, the, the like just starting looking into that hurts my head because yeah. there's a whole controversy about where it started, either America or Europe, and then what part of America mm-hmm. it started in, and that's super interesting in itself.
1: When you're looking up history of buildings, so I think that this is what you miss is for this, I just found a website like right in front of you within yeah. like five minutes, and I looked up um, Union Hotel Architect, and ah. that's how I found it.
0: Okay. See, I was just looking up the town. Uh-huh. I was looking up Union Hotel, Mm-hmm. I was looking up his name, the person that built it, and writing Union Hotel, Flemington. I was adding, like, trying to make sure that I wasn't just looking up a random person, like, yeah. connect it to that person. Um, and then I tried to look up that, like, that town and that timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, 1800s, Flemington, you know, or, or surrounding towns or the county in that town, and mm-hmm. that area. And I kept getting redirected mostly to the same stuff. And that that like when you find the same five websites, you're like, okay, maybe this is what it it is. And then also sometimes you find another one and it's, you're, you're repeating the same information. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, somebody suggested a book to read about New Jersey, about, about Asbury Park Mm -hmm. that I need to read. And that I know that there are a while back, I want to say when I was just graduating high school, they did a series of books That are literally every town in New Jersey. Really? And there are these really cool books that the pictures of all of them are pretty much, it's just an old uh, picture of that area. Mm -hmm. Maybe something relevant where it has a bunch of people in it. And it says the history of, you know, Asbury, Ocean, Mm -hmm. uh, Flemington, like they have a series of these. So I'm going to go and look and find those because my dad has a bunch of them. And he said to me, he goes, they're full of pictures. Really? Like they're every one, it's like a picture book essentially. Mm-hmm. And they're very small little books so I, I assume they're not full full of knowledge but they're good starting points. And my dad suggested them to me so I'm going to try and collect a bunch of those. Okay. Um, I, I, see, I see them in bookshops sometimes in areas like Asbury Park has a, like a little thing at Convention Hall and they have the Asbury and Ocean Grove ones and they have the Long Branch ones, like the ones that are connected to that area.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, I know there's a Flemington one too because I've seen it.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so I'm sure there's ones for surrounding areas, especially mm-hmm. with being so – because you're so close to Pennsylvania,
1: yeah. So, and that's minutes. where a
0: lot of, that's yeah. where a lot of the revolutionary stuff, it's all Philadelphia. That surrounding area is where mm-hmm. a lot, Boston, those are central hubs for that, that the history of that, the revolution. Yeah. Um, I wonder how much is stuff is in, in between.
1: It's so there's so much.
0: Yeah. I, I'm sure. There's you There's know,
1: history. Like, you can look up what happened today in history and something will come up.
0: That's what maybe we should, we should definitely start doing something like that. And um, I I just, I want to focus more on characters too. Like we were saying with the Fleming, with the, you know, Abbott and Costello, we looked up a list and we found a lot of people that we were like, oh, I mean, I know like Danny DeVito is from Asbury Park and stuff, but I really am more focused on the historical people. Not to say he isn't historical, just he's more present day, you know, he's still living. (laughs) still making history yeah I guess in a sense I saw him do a spoken word in Asbury Park it was actually really amazing Uh, I saw it about four years ago it was really really great but I love to just do Count Basie Mm -hmm. I mean he has a theater named after him but I would love to do like you know my father my grandfather has a brick in that building with his name on it yeah my family paid for it uh, to get a brick because he's from Asbury Park Mm -hmm. Uh, no he's from Red Bank that's what I meant to say he's from Red Bank originally he won one of the the State games for them. He um, he's in their um, the uh, Red Bank um, uh, High School like alumni th- thing. When you walk to the high school, because he won a bunch of uh, mm-hmm. hi- football games and he was the quarterback and shit like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else? Are we I gonna? I just want to say
1: the website. once Yeah, we let's
0: can. go through the websites again.
1: Because uh, um, I specifically want to say friendsofhistoricflemington.org. And they have a petition to sign. I don't know how, like, updated it is, but...
0: Yeah, because they're trying to save the building. It looks like they're doing something with it when we were there. It's yeah. still there, but they definitely were doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully do- doing something for the better of it. Um, but I do see what you're saying about it. I mean, it might be in one of those states where you have to knock it down and start anew. But yeah. It, it definitely looks that way, but unfortunately... I would hope that they could keep as much of it as possible. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so next week we're going to try and do the trial. So we're going to attempt the the whole trial that is way crazier and going to be a little longer. Um, yeah. Because it's the, the crime of the century. It is. Uh, like, <laughs> it's a, I've heard of this story before. Like, I've heard of the court case before. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's a bunch of weird stuff about it. I know that this guy that will get into him, he has a prior record. Before that happened. Really? And part of the prior record is why he got charged. They claim that the baby was stolen out of the second floor of that, the, the house mm-hmm. with a ladder. He was accused of robbing two other houses by breaking into the house by using a ladder mm-hmm. to get into their second floor and then robbing the house. So I'm assuming that that led into some of why they accused him. But there's also a bunch of other rumors that say they, they framed it that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't want to get too into it, but it's, it's really fucking interesting, yes. you know? So uh, yeah, stay w- w- tuned for that next week. Uh, I There's a bunch of other interviews that I want to get put together, but I don't want to say any names because we haven't finalized on mm-hmm. them. Uh, with February 13th is our next show at yes. Bond Street. Um, Ed's setting that up. We have the flyer on lo- uh, online. Uh, Skinny Dickies, Blaze... I know is uh, playing. I can't remember. Oh, um, EJ's new band. I can't remember that. It's really hard to say and he loves that about the name of the band (laughs) that it's really difficult to say and people say it wrong all the time. So I'm not going to attempt to say it wrong. But his band's playing. I'm very excited about EJ's band. Uh, And I can't remember the other act, unfortunately. But we'll announce that. And then March 20th is our second anniversary show. We got the full lineup now. Uh, It's going to be... um, uh, you I don't want to say to that. Too. I know uh, this band from AC. I don't remember their name. It got booked by, uh, what is it? Joey suggested the name of the band. I just, the name is leaving me. Um, victimless crime is opening for us. I think they're going to be our opener that day. Victimless crime. I'm very excited about those guys. Uh, they're great people. Um, best of the worst who I love so much is coming to play. We're going to get Scott core in, in the brewery. Uh, Diet Death, my other friend's band, punk band, the first show, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, The Dusters are also playing. Uh, They're going to be our headliner. Uh, I believe this whole lineup, it's their first time playing the brewery for everybody on the lineup for us this time. And we'll be announcing our April show um, soon. Um, The Brews burdens burdens burdens. I said that right (laughs) yeah uh the burdens is the AC band that's going to be playing um I haven't heard them yet but I they were recommended to me through Joey and Joey has great taste so they're going to be good diet death I'm super excited about they're like a cool like old style punk band like kind of um I would say maybe like Mm lifetime-esque like bouncing souls-esque punk you know that I think doesn't happen as much anymore uh, that I'm very excited for. And they're all really great guys. Uh, yeah. And Best of the Worst is awesome. And <laughs> and, and Duster's is awesome. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. And we'll announce our April show. We might even do two. Um, we're still talking about that. A um, lot more history stuff to come up. A lot more interviews. Uh, Flemington DIY, reach out to me. I want to. I want to interview you guys.
1: Please. Yeah.
0: Because um, I'll forget. Um, I won't. I'll remember again, and then I'll forget, and then I'll remember, and then I'll send you a message. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's about it, guys. Uh, for this one, we're gonna try and keep it a little shorter uh tune in next time thank you sarah thank you sarah's dad and mom for letting us record in their house thank
1: you for driving up here yeah it
0: wasn't a problem uh it's long she drives far guys she drives far for us <laughs> uh they, and you guys all drive far for us de- dedicated dedicated yeah, yeah that's good. The, the the struggle of rogue punks <laughs> all right thank you guys thank you next time see you guys later